I was broke and heartbroken. And so how can you be off to such a wonderful start? And by the time you're 35, you're educated and broke. And I was struggling for survival. And I said... Hello, friends. It's that time. Time for Real Talk Real Life, where we share stories that will impact your life. So grab a cup of your favorite tea, find your most comfortable chair, as we get ready to journey into the circle. Subscribe now for future episodes. for joining us yet again in The Circle. Today, we're joined by Ruth, an entrepreneur. If you have not heard that term before, then get ready to be inspired to become one yourself. It's easier than you think once you have the right guidance and direction. So be inspired by Ruth, whose life, like many women, turned her challenges into a mission. Let's get ready to connect and journey with Ruth. In Hello and welcome, Ruth. It's such a pleasure to have you in the circle. I know we've been trying to connect since last year, but you're just so busy. And I'm very excited to be able to have you um, in the circle. And to get started, I just wanted to get a little bit of a background of who you are. I'm sure um, you know my audience is going to benefit greatly from what you give to the world. So I'd love for you to just share with me what it is that you do, where you're located, just a little bit of your background so that they can connect with you. I am Jamaican and uh, I call myself an entrepreneur. I have a book-based business and everything I do is based on my books. I am a trained teacher by profession. So I've been teaching for over 20 years from the early childhood to the tertiary <laughs> level. And I also do mentoring out of which emerged the Design to Win Roadmap a series of books, which you are interested in and which brought yeah. me to this show. So I work uh, with youth. I, I work with authors and I am a Christian. Yeah. I used to be a missionary, so wow. I used to send persons overseas on missions. And then when I transitioned in 2014, I started using my books as a tool to advance God's kingdom and to create financial um, stability for myself. Oh, wow. That is, that is very intriguing. It's interesting when someone finds something that they're good at and expand around it. I think that is um, so intriguing and inspirational. But you'd mentioned something there about you being a missionary at first. What what was that about? How did that come about? And how did that lead you into probably your 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 um your appreciation of mentoring? It, it seems like that all falls within kind of the same category, the same bracket for you. So talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, uh, from when I was a teenager, I felt that call. Well, when I was younger, I felt the call to preach and to evangelize. And then 
as a teenager in Keepers College, I remember the Lord saying to me that he needed me to walk in purity because he was going to call me um, to become a missionary. Wow. And my church is the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. <laughs> and so we emphasize cross-cultural missions, and I got involved in that. In terms of the mentoring, even when I went overseas, a lot of the work that I did with young people in um, communities that were marginalized, similar to the one in which my church is based in Kingston, Yes, I, I had to do that to give them a sense of direction and hope and share my story. How I grew up in the inner city, having left rural area, St. Mary, moved to Kingston, mm. how I was different. And I didn't fall prey to the statistics that, you know, normally happen to young persons who grew up in the inner city. And so, right about 2007, I was in church and I had a vision of, in the church. It's as if everything just shifted and I saw myself speaking to young people. Wow. And I said, I need to do something. It seems as if God has called me to empower young people. And I started just mentoring and teaching, trying to prevent um, teenage pregnancy and all that kind of stuff and then with the missions we work a lot with young people yeah and then when I went to Namibia in 2013 I worked with teenagers again and started sharing with them the personal development secrets that had changed my own life yeah and uh, I called it in fact the program that we did in Namibia for six weeks I call it designed to win from a genesis perspective yes and then when it came back to jamaica i changed it to you know what we need to be intentional about winning so that's the connection there and my books helped me to go overseas the last time for example i was invited to south africa it was because of my books wow. and my work with women empowering women and my own story um my own past as a teenage as a teenager and a youth, um, I struggled with a lot of things. Yeah. For example, suicide ideation. And you know that uh, suicide is the second leading cause of death among youth 15 to 29. And when I was a teenager, because of trauma and stuff, that was part of my story. So I, 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 I want to help young people to thrive and to say there's purpose and there's potential. And once there's somebody there to hold you up, and once you find your purpose in God, then you will be on your way to achieving all that God wants you to achieve. Because I don't believe there is any success without Him. And and regarding the book that you know that you mentioned, you know, it, it took you around the world. Um, ideally, you would mention that this book is for youth. But do you think that it can help people on a general scope? Can you give us just some? Just some overarching insights around um, this fabulous book that has helped so many, as well as yourself. I think it's probably a form of therapy for you putting this book together. So give us a little more insights um, on the book. Right. So the book is called Design to Win Roadmap, uh, Life and Career Compass. I got an early start. By the time I was 28 years old, I had a master's degree. I had a, I was trained, I had a career, 23, my first degree, but then by the time I hit 35, 
I was broken, heartbroken. And so how can you be off to such a wonderful start? And by the time you're 35, you're educated and broke. And I was struggling for survival. And I said, no, things have to change. And then I remember listening to Jim Rohn and he says, you cannot change destination overnight, but you can change direction immediately. And life doesn't get better by, by, by chance or by hope. It gets better by design. And I adopted that. And he says, 10 years from now, you will arrive. The question is where? Mm-hmm. You will either arrive at a well-designed place or an undesigned location. Now is the time to decide what you want to do in terms of your finances and all that stuff. So the book is about a picture of your purpose, a picture of where you want to go, and then designing a plan. It's a path to progress. So it's not just for young people. Yes. And that is why I also have designed to, it's a series of so design to win roadmap two is about how to dream again and go after um, your goals as you get older. I have the youth, the, the younger version in terms of young achievers for 10 year, 10 year old to 15 year old. So it, wow. it gives you direction yeah. and a design or a blueprint print to thrive in your life so that you can develop the skills to to win and so it it is for persons of different age group and it starts with mindset shift mm-hmm. and and that whole thing that Stephen Covey says you have to start with the end in mind mm. because you yeah. you everything that exists starts in our mind or starts with a picture and once you have a reason for that, a purpose, and you put a plan in place, and you begin to move towards it, you eventually are going to arrive, and hopefully at the destination that you want to arrive. But along the way, there's going to be some challenges. So in yes. the book, we have life management skills, which were some of the skills that I didn't develop. <laughs> I didn't do holistic planning, for example. It was all about my career and my spirituality. Nothing about preparing for retirement and managing money and looking about the material and your health and your emotional well-being and understanding your value. Some of the things they don't emphasize in school. Yes. And so this book covers all of that. And what each series does is just that it has stories that are applicable to each age group. So for the young achievers, we have stories of young people achieving success under 30 mm-hmm. for the um, designed to win roadmap too. We have uh, stories that it's not too late. It's not too late to get that career. It's not yeah. too late to fall in love. And we have stories of people over 50 getting married and younger. But then we come back to the design, which is yes. decide what you want, have a picture of where you see yourself, then you put that plan together, and then you determine what skills do I need and then you do it. That's the design. Yes, yes. And it's so funny because just as you're describing it, I am thinking this is such a perfect discussion for the start of the year. When people are making resolution, they're trying to put plans in place, but they may not have the skill of how to implement and execute what they see. Or even the vision sometimes, you know, our vision are just is just so limited and it's good to be able to have that roadmap roadmap to guide you through and to it. So so how many books do you have then, Miss Ruth? How many books in total? 
Okay, as of today, it's 21 books. Wow. And most of these are based, because everything I do is book-based. So if I want to start a course, I will write a book around that course. If I want a coaching program, if I want to speak uh, on a certain topic, then I have a book that lends itself to that. And then I write in series. And I write small books that I call Ruth-like books. Or in Jamaica, yes. we say Palawa. Yes, yes. <laughs> small books. It's and so Palawa. Mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot, but these are, are books like from 15,000 to 40,000 words. So it really doesn't take me that long to write. And it's for a particular target group. So the books are really about personal development, helping you to win despite the odds, as well as books on authorship that teach you how to write and publish and win with books. Okay, okay, so that's that's good because I know some of my listeners, a number of my listeners are, listeners have always said, yes, I'm going to write a book, yes, I'm going to write a book, yes, I'm going to write a book, but they never get around to doing it. And I think it's because of the, the time that it requires. So I'm just, you know, when you say you write that many books, no matter the size, it is, you know, it is very impressive. So... What advice would you give to any of these authors? Because you, you mentioned 15,000 words, was it? For the pages, is that? And, and what advice yeah. would you give to any person out there that's trying to, um, you know, become an author, apart from getting your book and finding out, but just a, just a mm-hmm. little bit of insight for them? Well, the, I'm, I'm just excited about the whole authorship. The first thing is to understand the power of a book. Mm-hmm. So as an author, uh, think of the word authority. It mm-hmm. gives you a platform. It opens doors that, for example, I'm here on this podcast because of a book. Yes. <laughs> but I particularly emphasize nonfiction books. I don't see myself as a great writer. And that's not trying to demean my, myself. I yes. see myself as a teacher. So what I do is just to organize my ideas properly. Yes. So you don't need to be a literary genius to write a book. You need to write what Mike Capuzzi calls a shook, a short, helpful book. So yeah. if there's a problem that is to be solved, then you would address that in the book. Is there, you can write books around your skills. Is there something you are good at that you can teach somebody? So I see my books as recorded teaching yeah. and experiences. So when I say a short book, like about 10,000 words, in terms of page count, it's no more than, say, 50 pages of a letter size, um, letter size page. Yes. And so we say 10, about 10 to 30,000 words. The word count is good because when you put the book in book format, the page count will change. So here's a good thing. What are some of the things that people are always coming to you about? Yes. You can organize that properly and you have a book, a short helpful book that addresses um, something, teaches something, your own story. Are there lessons that you've learned throughout your life? If there are 10 lessons that you've learned, you could turn these 10 lessons into a book. (laughs) So you have the topic, you you provide examples, you provide maybe learning activities. It could be devotional. You could take your favorite scriptures and the lessons learned and you compile that. Mm-hmm. And you make it into a book. As I said, you don't have to be a literary genius to write a nonfiction book. Yes. You just need to organize it properly. And you don't even have to 
know English that well. That's what editors are for. You don't even have to write the book. You can speak the book. So what is it that people come to you about all the time? What is it that you have experience in? Maybe it's parenting. And you yeah. found some parenting strategies that, that, work, that have helped you. Then you just share your experience. You organize that logically and turn it into a book. And I have a book called The Rocket Writer yes. that takes you through the steps to write your book in 24 hours. And it's wow. free. Amazon, Kindle, you name it, or on my website, it is free. And I just finished a challenge and about 11 persons wrote their book in 30 days. Wow. So it's not hard. You don't have to be daunted by saying, I need to write like Shakespeare. No. <laughs> Push nonfiction books. Teach, organize your ideas, share your story, and just make sure it is logical. And you can get persons to help you. Yeah. And that's the book. But you must know your why. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you to write purpose-driven books. If you want to, for example, reach teenagers who are maybe drug addicts, maybe you know somebody was a drug addict and they got over it so you chronicle that story now and that now opens the door for somebody to ask you what did you write about what is your book about before you know it you're getting speaking engagements to address that issue if you are whatever career you have once you write a book it amplifies say for example this podcast yeah you could write a book about the best of the the podcast and the lessons learned yeah. from it and you compile that into maybe like a profile of excellence or something. Yeah. And that's a book. Your yeah. counseling techniques, you, you document them, you put that in a book, and uh, you're good to go. So I yeah. encourage everybody to write. Yes, yes. You you know, it's so funny because you make it sound so simple. I guess that's why we need people like you out there because, you know, you're, you're thinking of this book with thousands, you know, these really thick, books you know to put out there that what people may be expecting but um you know based on what you've just said you've really simplified the process and i guess that's why people want to hear from you when you do speaking engagements um and and i and i assume once you do those speaking engagements or even from any of the books that you have do you talk about the publishing process as well so once you've created the book how do you go about getting it out there okay yes i'm also a publishing coach I have published for others. And so I teach that process. I have an academy as well. So I have a book called Publishing Secrets. But it's rather simple. If you understand that publishing is a process of making that book available to the public. Yeah. So you want to have it edited and polished. And I encourage um, what we call independent publishing or self-publishing. You don't have to go get a traditional deal. Yes. It's harder to get these days unless you have a large following, following or a big name or you're famous. Go the indie publishing route and it doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. You can get a coach. You don't have to go and pay thousands of dollars. So I, I have like a one-page pre-publishing checklist that I give away to persons. My indie entrepreneurs group as well, we, we guide persons. So you have to write first. <laughs> So that is the manuscript, the first draft. You edit yeah. it as best as you can. Yeah. Then you want a professional eye on it. So you're going to pay an editor to look at it to see if it's structured properly. And then you need the copy editing, editing to check the grammar. Then after that, you just need it 
format it according to the book size that you want. If it's a six by nine book or five by eight book, it is formatted. And you, you don't have to do that yourself. You could pay somebody to do that. Or you can learn to do both the ebook or the print book. The print book is a little harder to format. You just get somebody to format that. And then you open an Amazon account and KDP and you upload your book to Kindle Direct Publishing. And within 24 to 72 hours, it is there. The ebook doesn't even need an ISBN. You could do your print book later. Yeah. And on, 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 on Kindle, they have what they call short reads. Yes. Like 5,000 yes. words. Yes. And yes. they're talking about like 30 pages, uh, 100 pages or less. So you don't even have to write a, a big book. Yes. And the publishing process is simple. You need guidance if you're doing it for the first time. Absolutely. And there are, do there are many books out there that teach you self-publishing. And as I said, I also have an academy and I'm a coach and I guide persons to publish their books. And some of them gain bestseller status, status on Amazon. So wow. it's part of my passion. My aim is to raise up 10,000 entrepreneurs. These are authors who are creating products, services, and programs around their books yes. to advance the kingdom of God and to create economic freedom for themselves and to change lives. And so I guide persons through that entire publishing process. And they know when the book is published, yes. what do you do with it? That's where the entrepreneurship comes in. That's what true. products, programs, and services will you create? Because just putting it on Amazon, it's not just going to sell. Yes, yeah. You have to have a plan with the book. Oh, excellent. And and so, you know, I, I'm definitely going to make sure I get all your information about the Academy and your website, etc. because I think I have at least seven people that you can add to your goal of how many <laughs> entrepreneurs you want to put out there to expand the, the, the kingdom. So that is, that is, I'm not sure if you realize this, but you're a very intelligent woman. I'm sure that you do. That is a mission. That is, you found your mission and purpose. And there are people that are out there still wandering around trying to find what there's, you know, what it is. So it is, it is definitely a privilege um, to be able to know exactly what your purpose on this earth is and you're accomplishing it and helping others to do so. Wow. So based on, you know, you had mentioned before that because you are, you're an author and because of the writing that you've done, you were able to travel to other countries. Which country that you traveled to that you were most impressed by and, and you would say, you know, I would go back there and visit it tomorrow if I could. That's a good question. The truth is when I went to Namibia, uh, I, I thought for the first time, you know, I could live here. Yeah, I enjoy the simplicity and the people who were with, they were just wonderful people. And I, you know, Namibia is famous for its diamond and it, it, it has, it's like, it's desert-like, but it was so small and, and, and friendly that it reminded me of Jamaica. Apart from the fact that there wasn't much greenery when I went at that yeah. time, but I found Namibia to be one of the countries I would go back to and perhaps live. Yes, yes. Wow. That that is that is fantastic. Um so I'm going to go back into your books now because it sounds as if you may have more books coming <laughs> down the line. Do you have any books that are coming down the line and are there any books that you'd recommend 
um, specifically from one of your author from from your comment. And I'm not sure if you're going to get yourself in hot water by saying it. <laughs> you know, picking out one. Picking out, out a Yes, you are putting me on <laughs> on this spot because I've helped over twenty authors. Really? Um, wow. I am go- um so far. I was doing that for on and off um over the last four years. Well. I'm going to put myself in hot water, but there's this book. <laughs> um, it's the author that I published for last, um, a couple of months ago. It's Discovering, Becoming, Fulfilling. Wow. Uh, demystifying the concept of self-esteem for women. Whoa. By, <laughs> that sounds Andrean Color Francis, but it's a simple book. Wow. So a lot of times as women, we don't understand our worth. Yes. And because we don't understand our worth, we settle. And I like what Jim Rohn says. He says that the understanding of self-worth is the path to progress or the beginning of progress. Yes. And so that book, when I read it, it she gives 14 practical steps to walk you through to develop your self-esteem so that you can soar to new heights. My mom read it and she was like, this book is good. This is the kind of book I love to read. And it didn't take her long to 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 get there. So yeah. I basically guided her through the publishing process and just fixing it up and, and publishing. So you could get <laughs> Andrine's book. Because of the nature of it, 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 a lot of young women struggle with low self-esteem, self-disesteem, and mm. something that I can relate to. And I know the consequence of not knowing your worth. Yes. So you need to know your worth because no one can really pay you what you're worth. I saw that in a TED Talk. But you, if you understand your value, then you can command and demand that people um, treat you a certain kind of way. For example, in Scripture, it talks about the man who has found a treasure. He would give up all he has. You know, he hides it in a field. Then he goes sell all he has to come back and purchase that field. And yeah. that speaks about value. So that book, <laughs> Discovering, Becoming, Fulfilling, is a short read as well. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it to others. Share it with your, with your um, young people. Yes. Um, share it with other women. I'm big on women's empowerment. Yes. I, I that is coming through. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely, and I'm definitely going to going to um, you know connect with you to get the link as well for that um, particular book. Can I mention one more? <laughs> yes, because I don't want you to get in trouble. This one is a little <laughs> bigger. It's called God in the Meantime. Wow. And so it's about embracing His voice and trusting Him. And in this book, not giving away too much, but this lady went through a lot she ended up with um avm that is she was born with it and that can really paralyze you and and all throughout her life she was wondering why god um did not allow her to have children earlier and different things that she went through so she thought god was mean Mm. and so she tells a story in it it's just an amazing book story after story incident after incident and then in the end, she realized that all along God was protecting her. So where is God when it hurts? And especially in a pandemic like this and with what is happening, that is a good book to give you a sense of 
hope and it's yeah. called God in the meantime. Um, so, so what's coming up for you then, Ruth? Are you, are you adding to your collection of written books or are you on a different trajectory or are you planning on doing some more, um, you know, I guess group, because I know your academy, how does your academy work? What's, what's, what's going on with that? So right now we are launching the first Caribbean Entrepreneur Summit. And it's more of a storytelling and strategy. So it has often been lamented that we in the Caribbean don't write enough. And we need to write and share our stories and not allow other people to write our stories yes. for us. We need to leave a legacy that can transform lives for generations. And so I'm having this summit on the 21st. It's based on my book, Entrepreneur Secret, the 21st to the 23rd of January and it is free so 12 Caribbean author experts and persons from the diaspora will be sharing how they've been using books to win persons in finances in education in personal development um how they've just been using books because again the vision 2030 is that we want to raise up 10,000 entrepreneurs because I believe if you learn how to leverage book like I have I used to be a donor dependent support based missionary that means at the end of each month i have to wait for somebody to give me some money money out of their generosity to pay my bills yeah and within two years of understanding how you can leverage books i was able to pay my own bills and i'm i'm making a full-time living from that and i want to teach that i see it as a poverty alleviation strategy mm. so i want to sensitize persons because many people know about just authorship but entrepreneurship yes. leveraging the book creating products and services for both impact and income is where my heart is so in the academy we teach you to write so if you're struggling to write we teach you to write publish and leverage so there are over 30 different income streams that you can get from a book Yes. Right. And then the, the thirty over thirty three <laughs> zero. Wow. There are also the skills that come with publishing. Mm -hmm. There are over thirty different skills that you can learn and you can earn money helping authors. Yes. For in terms of the gospel, the book takes you beyond the four walls of the church to the world, and so publishes glory among the nations. First uh, Chronicles sixteen twenty four, and that's what the emphasis is all about. And so we have that coming up, and then there's a big project that I'm doing. This is going to be massive by faith. It's surrounding books. It's called Untold Stories. Mm. So I want to help nonprofits that are struggling. For example, I'm helping a school, Caribbean Graduate School of Theology, my alma mater. I'm writing their story, its story, but focusing on the founder. And his yeah. miraculous, I, I, I can't, I don't want to do the, any spoilers. Yes. There are some stories that are not told, that right. are told, that when you hear it, it gives you hope and transform your life. And so with that book, I am going to be trying to raise 250000 US dollars to help the school, because the school is indebted and stuff like that. Mm. But leveraging the book, sharing wow. Stories changing lives, stories of impact, because I know that books change lives. Yes. It's because of a book why I'm still alive. <laughs> and I continue to learn from books. So Untold Stories Volume 1 is coming out. Um, there's also Legacy Journaling. Uh, the Legacy Journal Guidebook. 
I am working on publishing that the draft is finished as well as a legacy journal. No, you all don't have to write a book. You can chronicle your lessons in a journal, just like what David wrote on the blueprint for mm-hmm. Solomon to build a temple. Mm-hmm. Your, your, imagine your grandparents writing down what their life was like and the things yeah. that they went through and just putting that in a journal and leaving it for you and you read that and learn the lessons. It can transform your life. So you don't even have to write a book. Yes. You can write the stories, the experiences, the wisdom. Don't let the wisdom die with you. Mm. You want to write something that the next person coming up, like the banana tree, when a banana tree is about to die, it sends up a shoot. Shoot. So your writing can become a shoot that, that you send up. It doesn't have to be a formal book. Yes. You can journal. So the Legacy Journal guidebook is coming out. Untold Stories for March. We are in the process of publishing that. And like I said, the Entrepreneur Secrets Academy persons can join that. We have a special now in January where if you join, you get access to all our courses. It's 47 US dollars per month. Yes. Or $497 if you pay one time. And we'll take you through the entire process over 20 masters class you get one-on-one coaching i am there with you we have group and individual coaching so it's a special that we have twice per year because publishing is expensive and i don't want the stories in people to die or the lessons to die because of the expense Mm -hmm. so we have knowledge and experience that can help others and if you put it in a book it it will it gives it longevity yes and so someone else can come and life. find that. Yes. yes. Look, it's its own life, its own breath. And Look at the Bible. The authors are long dead. Over 2,000 years for some of them. And we are still benefiting. So what lessons and legacy can you leave in writing? Either a journal. And somebody can take the journal and turn it into a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you don't want to get me started. So... I hope I've answered the question, but I'm really yes. excited about this. Oh my goodness. I don't think I've been so excited about writing in in a long, long time. I mean, it start, stop, start, stop, trying to get other people to start, they stopped. And you've just like, you know, you've shed such a light on it that gives a level of excitement to get going. And as you're saying, sometimes it's the, it's the ignorance around getting it done that's impeding the process, but you're providing that resource and, you know, through the Academy and all those other platforms. And absolutely, we're going to share that with our audience, you know, just for those that really want to get involved and, and start getting their book out there and becoming entrepreneurs. So, Ruth, with you coming through this whole process of becoming an entrepreneur, is there anything that you would have changed on that journey that you think would be impactful for anyone listening? That's an excellent question. Uh, I would not have tried to do it alone. And this is not a plug mm-hmm. for my academy or my coaching services. But I remember I'm an avid reader and researcher. Yeah. And for four years, I was reading and researching and I could not convert my knowledge to income. Mm. <laughs> and I went to a coaching session, a passion to profit session with a young lady for a couple of hours. And then I did a month of coaching with her. And what was not achieved in four years 
was achieved in less than a month. Wow. So I would say, don't go it alone. Mm-hmm. And do not just focus on impact, balance it with income. Yes. So you have knowledge, understand your value. And uh, yeah, understand your value so much is so important. Don't go it, go it alone. When you get help, a coach, you can get further faster. So if I had to do it again, I would get help sooner mm-hmm. instead of trying to do everything on my own. And so that's my word of encouragement uh, because I had the, I had the goals, I had the plans, but I didn't know how to convert it yes. to be able to create income around it, which is a big part of entrepreneurship, which is a merger of author and entrepreneurship. Yes. So yes. get a coach, cut your learning in half, get mm. a coach. Yes. Yes. Get well worth coach. it. I mean, Look how much you have lost in four years. Um, you know, you could have hit your goal long before. And I know what you're saying because a lot of us are like that. We're thinking, yes, we can do it. You know, we're going to try and save or we're going to try and, um, you know, cut some corners or try to get, you know. But you've made a great point because what is your time worth? What is your goal worth? You know, what's the value of that? You know, if you're truly serious about trying to get something done, then definitely, you know, getting a coach. It's like having a mentor. They have already walked that journey and you're able to customize that and and help someone with it. So that is a powerful statement indeed. To send all your contact info so I can go (laughs) ahead and put it in because I know as people listen to this, they're getting excited and they want to know how to go ahead and and connect with you and be a part of the, um, the academy and part of the journey. It's a pleasure having you in the circle.